0: This podcast is produced as a hobby and a labour of love. I am not and will not receive any monetary payments or rewards as a result of this podcast. I am not in any way affiliated with any organisations or rights owners of the music used in this podcast. The name iStar Productions is purely a fictional company. The podcast is only intended to be distributed amongst friends and is not intended to be distributed amongst the general public. Thank you. With a fresh sound, the Sunday Football Podcast is proudly brought to you by iStar Productions. and gents and welcome to another edition of the Sunday Football Podcast. Today we're speaking to Ricky Babe aka Daddy Daycare. We're talking to Rick about growing up in Watford, his love for the game, juggling parenthood and the game and much much more. We'll be taking your questions, playing the game Who Am I, high five and throw a pie, and getting his lockdown recommendations. Alright, let's get into it. Welcome to the Sunday Football Podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. How uh, how are the kids?
1: Yeah, they're alright.
0: Fast asleep now.
1: Yes, fast asleep. Okay, good stuff.
0: Good, good. stuff. Good stuff. How's Becky? Um, she's
1: alright. She's been warned not to interrupt.
0: Yes, yeah, very important. I've given Sandra the I've given Sandra the same warning as well.
1: Yeah,
0: I can't promise anything, but hopefully she'll stick to the rules. Okay, okay. So Ricky Babe, the third babe in a row. Uh, How are you rolling in lockdown? What's been the most toughest thing? I've been working the whole time, which has been a bit weird. But um, yeah, and obviously with the three kids, it's been pretty mental. But I guess it's been the same for everyone. Who's giving you... It seems to be easing a bit now, so I guess... I don't know what the new normal will be, but I guess we're going to find out. Who's giving you the most uh, who's been the most of uh, who's been the biggest rascal during the lockdown Tana or Juna? Neither, Arlo. Arlo. <laughs> <the> plugs out. <laughs> he's just one now, isn't he? Yeah,
1: he just turned one. Right. So he's just he's just mental. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, Ricky babe. Okay, so Rick, let's get let's get into it. Tell us about uh, your intro music, Chase and Status. Can't get enough. Why is that? uh, Why is that your tune? Uh, Yeah, I found it quite hard to pick a track, to be honest, but I picked that one because it's
1: cool. Can't get enough, and I used to listen to them a lot around the time I started playing. Right. I think we probably seen them when we've been out a few times, but um. I, I just I like that track. It kind of gets me in the mood. Not, normally I try and listen to something upbeat on the way to football, and uh, I like their stuff because it kind of gets me in the mood. So get ready to go, get ready to play, and can't get enough because it's probably a theme. I guess we've
0: been playing like fourteen, fifteen years now. I yeah. can't get enough. Otherwise, I would have stopped. <laughs> <laughs> you're the you're the pioneer now, Rick. You're showing us the way with three kids. It's not stopping you. You can't get enough of Sunday football.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: That's, that's how it goes. And uh, and your and the picture for this podcast, Rick. Uh, tell us about that. So I don't know how old are you with your floppy you know, haircut. Have Jeez,
1: really, I shouldn't have really given you that picture. <laughs> but it's, the, it's the picture from my primary school, my first team that I played for. So I guess similar to you and Shiggs were saying, like I was never really that good at football. I guess I'm not. I'm not that great now. I don't have the best natural ability. But that's um, that's about the time I started to get into it and playing a bit more, and then i um, my mate's dad was a coach, and uh, he encouraged me quite a lot to be honest, and he right. was quite good. Taught me a bit about bit about how to defend. He obviously played at the back, um, and then that's why I started to enjoy it. So that's why I put that picture.
0: You were playing, uh, you were you were defensive there as well, right? Or you weren't like someone yeah, who started. That, okay. That was
1: primary school, so obviously it's a bit different to playing normally.
0: Oh, cool, cool. What's with the hair, Rick? I mean, jeez, I-, I can never imagine you with that much hair. That- that's yes. unbelievable you sent me that, actually. I- but yeah. I know, <laughs> oh, no, I'm kind of regretting that I've not sent it to you. Well. But, um, I
1: don't know. I guess it was a style at the time which I thought suited me and i was
0: wrong. What year is that? Uh, so that's probably,
1: like, would have been maybe 11, so 95.
0: Jeez. Around that. Jeez, 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 jeez Yeah, long time Long man. time, mate, long time Okay, well. probably wasn't even born <laughs> So who wasn't even born? Cal <laughs> of yeah. yeah, of course but Cal is like what? He's probably like two, year 2000 or, or 99 or something like that I don't, jeez. Know I don't think about it <laughs> Okay, so cheers, Rick. I think that's uh, that's my favourite sleeve for the podcast. I think that's my favourite one. Okay, so Rick, I'm going to explain to you your game before we get into your main part of the interview. So you got a pen and paper handy? Yeah. Okay, so Rick, uh, as as per your promo, uh, which suggested that you were a bit of a hard man before you got married, uh, <laughs> uh, in the history of Sunday football, I want you to 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 take down and tell us your eight hard men so you're making a team of eight hard men who are those gonna be right yeah yeah okay. uh you can include if you're struggling you can include yourself but try and make it just exclusively uh eight people who are like you know well known as hard men in sunday football okay so that's your okay. that's your game yeah cool okay. good 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 all right so ricky babe tell us about growing up in uh, in watford with a watford massive <laughs> well
1: i'm not
0: actually from watford oh my bad <laughs>
1: Uh, no, I'm from Northwood, which is near Watford.
0: I say Watford because it's just the closest town which people recognise. Fair enough. But, um, yeah, so I grew up... I should, to be fair, I should know that. I've been to your place enough times, right? So why i am just calling it Watford? Sorry about that. You don't drive in that. Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, leave it up to uh... you again. But yeah, basically where I grew up was opposite
1: a field which had some tennis courts and a big football field, so every day I was playing football and tennis really. Uh, like I said, I haven't got the best natural ability at football, but I'm probably better at tennis,
0: so i probably played that a bit more. Yep, we, we know that, me and oh, you. I... Oh yeah, when we got
1: to about maybe f- 13, 14, we'd just be playing football every day across the field after school, and that's how I got into it a bit more. Um and then I used to play. I never really got into my school team because they were just too good. <laughs> um, we had a link with Watford because of one of my mates actually. Um, so they were just they were just phenomenal. Our school team they were really, really good. and then um so kicking about with them was good. but then when I went to when I was about sixteen, I started playing eleven aside um for it was kind of a local team but more local to my school but that was where I started to really enjoy playing competitively right I was always right back in the first year we did four four two and then I did it for three years and then the third year we did like three five two and then that was good because you could you' be basically like a winger and I was obviously a lot younger so I would have been 18 at the time you could go up and down I really enjoyed that I got player of the year that
0: season actually. oh wow. Did you did you get in very many assists, very many crosses from the right-hand side?
1: Yeah, that was that was my thing. I'd get down to the wing and then cross it in. Um, but I was probably better at defending. So
0: I used to love slide tackling. <laughs> We're going to come to that later on, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was good. So I enjoyed that. But then that was really the last time I played eleven side.
1: Right. And then I went to uni... Um, I didn't play as much as I should, really. I probably should have definitely played a lot more. I only really kicked it out and played in a few, like, five-a-side leagues. Um, and then I, when I moved, when how I got into it with you guys, is that I, my first job was working with Sniper.
0: So, yeah, just tell us about that. So, well, how did you meet Sniper for the first time? I mean, were you um, working we in the same bank? For, when we graduated
2: from uni, we
1: worked for a really small training
0: um, what uni? What bank did you go? Sorry, what uni did you go to first? Because uh, uh, that Birmingham. You were in Birmingham. Yeah,
1: because I wanted to live in London when I
0: started working. Mate, I, t- tell us about. But before we talk about you and Sunday Football, tell us about uni in Birmingham. Because I never knew you were in uni in Birmingham. I always assumed you <laughs> um, were in London.
1: Yeah, Birmingham. was sick. Birmingham was a really cool place. Um, it's just like another big city, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I Had a lot of fun there. The unis were pretty good. Um, I think like anyone around our age, like uni seemed to be a lot better at that time. Like it was obviously a lot cheaper to go. Nights like, so out were a lot more fun. Um, but yeah, but Birmingham's a cool place. I'd definitely recommend going
0: if you know be. Jeez. And then so yeah, you say you 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 came back to London. First job, Nomura, small Japanese bank, I believe. And there you met Sniper. Uh, uh, and we never worked at
1: Nomura, so we both worked for this really small coding shop beforehand. Oh, okay. Um, so they're basically two guys who hire 10 graduates. So me and Sniper were two of those. Um, and then it was a bit of a tough gig because there's no salary, but we kind of learned a lot. Mm. We all obviously made friends. And then I was moving into a flat in London um, shortly after we started working together. So then when I moved in, it was obviously near Old Street. So he said, uh, come down and play football. I was
0: like, yeah, definitely and then I came down and then uh, I remember my first game actually I yeah I, I was um, gonna I was gonna ask you about that because I, I remember your first I remember meeting you when Sniper introduced you I remember clearly uh, Manny saying yeah this is my mate Rick and then after whether it was straight after that or that time or just before is when you told us about uh, Power League but we'll come to that a bit later on but yeah tell us your memories about that first that first game yeah, so I remember coming down and then I was late obviously <laughs>
1: And also, Sniper would obviously turn up late. And then I remember uh, being a bit intimidated because everyone seemed a relatively good standard and very aggressive. And I remember standing on the side as I first got there because I was late and just waiting to come on. And then you're looking at me a bit weird. Going, what we
0: doing? <laughs> who who intimidated you from that time? So we're talking uh, we're talking yeah. the Finsbury days. We're yeah. Ta-
1: first impressions like Adam don't
0: mess around with him. Yeah. Re- Rez, uh, he was tough. Um, and Chris Hill a little bit, like he'd leave his foot in. Twinkle toes. Uh, v-
1: Vich, like not in an aggressive way, but just in a like if you didn't work or try and work as hard as him, like you had to you had to earn Vish's respect. Yeah. It wasn't like you come in there and he'd start talking to you and introduce you to the group, like you had to prove yourself first and then he might start talking to you. And then, yeah, that, they were my first impressions, really. And then, like, you and Bobby, I remember being really quick at the back. And then I was always a bit intimidated by, like, pace coming onto to me. So I thought I have to be on my game with like, you guys are approaching me. But there's some, like, I just wheeled off a few names, but there's some really good players there. Like, yeah. Ed, Ru, uh, Fitch, even.
0: Yeah, Finchy, babe. Ollie like, love to step over. Yeah. I just thought the standard was really high. And that's it. I just got it. Got me hooked. Because I thought if I get into this, then I'll definitely become a better player. Yeah, and so and so it was, mate. And so it was, and so it was. Jeez, mate, it's it's like remembering like yesterday. Honestly, I really do remember that time. Literally, you being late, you coming on, uh, Manny coming late, and then we're thinking, okay, so these two turning up late, and some new boy as well. But yeah, that's really interesting about the kind of people that you felt a bit intimidated by. I would say definitely with Lee with Adam because Adam really. I, I, this is weird because Chig sees him as a midfielder, but I saw him as a striker. As a striker, he was always like one of those ones that you would, um, you, you know, he you couldn't push him around really. Him and uh, Rez. obviously, Rez is like you know very intimidating guy or whatnot. So yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, definitely. Like they, uh, they were
2: really strong. They're really good footballers as well. Yeah. Then uh, you have to be in your game, like if you were, if you're against them. And if you're on their team as well, like they were not very forgiving.
0: It's not, it's not like it is now, like you get a pat on your back or anything. It's just like a goal. <laughs> yeah, certainly I remember getting a, a few evils from Rez um, any time I might have uh, lost the ball or not played a very good pass. So yeah, yep. I can remember those days. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And then I remember, um, I think the reason why we kind of
1: got close is that we just loved playing. Like, it's kind of like how I was before um at home but um we'd always play after we'd always like cuz it was free right so we'd play like
0: ridiculous amount of time yeah prison break would come on after yeah we'd prison do- break <laughs> shout out to him with him and then it led i
1: think the best thing about sunday football like shigs kind of alluded to is it's led to a lifestyle for me like we obviously became good mates a few of us who gone out it's led to so many different Forums for me like statues, weddings. Um, we played in so many different events or Lee, Power League. Uh, Viv a little bit used to play with him at Barclays. Um, there's so many different ways that I played football through yeah. Sunday football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good adventure.
0: But just just before we we go, on, I just want to touch on literally uh, about some of the some of your friends what that you would have growing up with we had the pleasure of meeting some of them on your stag in var so i'll just route off a few names martin obviously we played with martin at power league well i knew him from then before yeah. but then we met uh we met bear uh neil who i think was your best man uh, i can't remember the guy what's the name of the guy who abandoned us for his fish uh, dinner that that's famous hula hula day the, yeah. what was his name the guy who organized the football tournament yeah he organized that one
1: that we won yeah oh,
0: what's sorry. what's his name again sorry Nathan, Nathan, that's it. Yeah, there's him, and obviously there's uh, the leg- the legend. Sorry, that's uh, Wig, Wiggy. So, uh, how did you meet those guys? And you know, did you play football with any of them at school growing up? Or so went to school together. Sorry, you, you so, and who? Martin, Neil, and Bear. We all went to school together. Right. So, we well,
1: I never really played that much with them um, because well, Neil didn't really play, but Martin and Bear were just better. And they played for the school team. Baird a really evil shot.
0: He was very good. Was he a defender? I I see him as a defender. Nah, so he... he was like an
1: attacking midfielder. Jeez. Like, uh, Martin was quite skillful, but like, as you've probably seen, he's more of an attacker. Yeah. Um.
2: But no, like we didn't really play football together that much. Like we kicked it about a little bit, but never competitively. Like how we do on Sunday. Right. Um, and then Wiggy, I used to work with
1: him. I've known him like, probably since I started working at Merrill's, so a good 10, 12 years. Right. He's a fantastic player. He still plays 11 a side, wins the league, like wherever he plays, somewhere in deep Essex.
0: Yeah, we we saw some of the skills in Hula Hula, but he did get done by that um, Swedish footballer, uh, that that, yeah. that woman. That, yeah, Nutmeg by an international striker. He was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. jokes. Oh, jokes, jokes. Yeah, no. L- luckily, like obviously, they're all very
1: good players. So, like I said, I'm, I'm not the most skillful or um, best gifted footballer. So
0: I always enjoyed playing with people who are better than me because they kind of make you better. Yeah. So okay, so Rick, we 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 talked about your entry into Finsbury. Now, obviously, one of the highlights of Finsbury was the birth of the Empire Rebellion series. Now. You know, we've talked about it in podcasts uh, gone by, especially with Shigs, and uh, we talked a bit about it in the Legends podcast with when we talked about Shaz. But what are your memories of of those games, and why do you think they've become so special in the in the Sunday football calendar? So I'd say it's like the first
1: of what I call Sunday football hype because before that like before we were close friends or whatever like there's a bit of banter on the emails but it was like people with work emails and stuff like that so you didn't get like the kind of stuff that we get now which is fantastic by the way but um yeah the empire versus the
2: rebellion was the first like hatred if you like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like shake and bake shaz um who, like, I probably owe an apology for cracking his eye open that the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's like a bit
1: of rivalry there. Like, Rez was just hard man, like, always wanted to win. Vish was a, seriously a Duracell bunny at the time. So, what I remember from them is they were really competitive games and no one wanted to lose. Like, there were a lot of feet left in on tackles and injuries after the game yeah uh, memory's a bit hazy though because i got injured for a year so i think i played in maybe the first couple of games and then when i i missed a couple of games and then when i come back obviously it returned a bit but then shaz left yeah but yeah my my memory of them was like i remember Shig's last minute winner <laughs> one of the games i came back in uh some sort of screamers from res um and then yeah, Shaz doing his
0: stupid shake and bake celebration. I I I think I think the uh the screamer from Rez is probably the the best game that I can ever imagine Sunday football, which unfortunately the rebellion lost. But it's just like what well, we were winning four three or something, and then Rez does a screamer to make it four four, and then Shaz goes through and does Shake and Bake, and then there's like me and Vish like crying on the floor basically. So that for me is always Although we've had our fair share of victories, us Rebellion boys, that's always for me going to be the pinnacle game, that one. I remember, I remember one of them, um, we lost, and then we had to go and watch the Arsenal United game uh, offside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, me, you, and Veef didn't
1: really talk. <laughs> and then Henri scores a last minute winner, and you're
0: done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one way he, he did that last minute header uh, against yeah. Man United. Yeah, yeah. Van Persie got the equalizer and then him as well got the winner. Yeah, remember that like yesterday, I mean that's that's what Sunday football was about. You'd play the games and then all of us would then go either to offside or Nando's, have a meal, watch the game together. That's uh, those are the heady days, mate. Those are the heady days. Now, you you talked about uh giving uh Shaz uh, well, knock you know, knocking not knocking out his eye socket, but you know, you damaged his eye socket or something. You got a you got a fairly uh bad injury from football. I think a collision with uh, with Tom Green. Uh, that's a scar on your head. Tell us about that if you remember. No, nah, that wasn't Tom. That it was with Oh, like, it was with Shaz, that one. OK, right. It was, Tell like, us. Sunday, like, uh, I was just being too overly aggressive
1: um, at that time, I think. And then uh, I went up because he's deceptively tall, well, in my eyes he is. Uh, I went up for a header and then I went full flying from the side and basically I cracked the side of his eye with
2: top of my head jeez
1: and, uh, i remember it was bleeding a lot and then i had to go and see the people inside the office i remember being there and it's sunday so i'm eating or whatever. And i was like um i feel a bit faint uh can you not tell my friends <laughs> <laughs> i think i have to go home I'm like, yeah, <laughs> 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 but i think i got a bigger scar out of it so uh I, it's deserved in the
0: end wow does bex think it's cool go. Right. Cool. when you when you tell her that you had to you had to trudge off and go home afterwards do you feel like a bit of a plonker now?
1: Uh yeah. luckily does, was
0: cool about it. Cool cool. So I mean obviously from then we from Finsbury we moved over to Marland. Um can you tell me like a couple of players who you think define each era? Like who defines the, who who's like the person Definitive player or players of the Finsbury era, era and uh, of now the Mile End era. So we cut over
1: like whilst I was injured, right? So I'm happy about that because Old Street was right round the corner from me, but it made it made logical sense at the time. Uh, but yeah, players have defined it for me. So Finsbury, I'd say like UV, Raj not so much. Like he's definitely there. He always used to nutmeg me, <laughs> bitch. He doesn't do it. As out. Um, but yeah, I think because we were a bit younger and like how he said, like he didn't have as much pace. The kind of pace pacey guys maybe took took the limelight a bit more. Um, Wayne, remember Wayne? Yeah. At Finsbury, because he wasn't obviously the most gifted either. But like he put the shift in and he was hard. But I think yeah, for me like maybe Bobby, Rez, Roo, the three from Finsbury. And then from, from my land, it kind of changed a bit. Um, You've obviously got your NWO here and those jokers. Um, but I remember when I first came back, Gervais, he was probably one of the better defenders at the time. Um, but I think the main player who kind of defines it for me, for,
0: for my land, uh, Teddy. Teddy, right. He was really good. I, thought, I found it really challenging to
1: um, play against him. So I think for consistency and like he's consistently got better. Let's um, say Tom and Raj. Right, they, they've been pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, uh, Teddy's come up a lot of times. Obviously, we talked to him about him on the Legends podcast, and I think we talked about him with with yeah, I as well. Think, I think he was just really good, <laughs> just <laughs> annoyingly
1: good. I remember a few games where again, like we finish playing a couple hours and then no one would be not be on after. And we keep playing because we're drawing or something, and he'd score some last-minute volley or scream a goal,
0: which would be really annoying. And just, it, often he was the difference, like on more than one occasion, and it wasn't a coincidence. He's such a nice guy as well, but there you yeah, go. Made it a bit more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to go in hard on him. Harry
1: as well, when he used to play. So I used to play a lot of. Um, Tuesday five aside and then Sunday seven aside and I'd say that's probably like the peak of my fitness. Yeah, that suited me. Be sharp like that and then I'd always normally either be I'd be on Harry's team on Tuesday,
2: which I found a bit frustrating because yes the whole concept is basically get him the ball. Mm. But it makes sense because he's just he's got that gift, doesn't he? Um, but yeah, playing against him on Sunday was a big challenge because he's
0: strong. And like he's quite hard. You get injured if you don't go in hard on it. But wasn't wasn't that always difficult? I mean, the whole. I mean, Harry would not thank me for this, and he's talked to me recently about how he's been upset with <laughs> some of the comments I made about him in the Legends podcast. But sorry, Harry, you're a great guy. Obviously, I love you. But you know, sometimes you can make things difficult. But wasn't it a bit difficult that you know you you had to sort of like rein in something of your game in order for uh, in order for a situation not to develop in the bigger context of the day. Uh, you yeah. couldn't play at your full throttle, basically, and that maybe li- limits you in terms of tackling him. I've got a
1: controversial theory about that. Go on. pick off about after this, but I found with a lot of the Leicester crew, in general, like they're fine if they're winning, but if they're losing, then they can be a bit unfair sometimes. <laughs> they're like Harry if he's winning and like you foul him, then he's cool. If he's losing, or if he's frustrated and you foul him, then it's, it's a bit of a different concept. But that's a that's a massive stereotype, and that
0: doesn't go for all of them. Well, hang on a second. Satch is pretty much like that, isn't he? So I think you're onto yeah, something but, here, Rick. Uh, is a bit
1: like that, and I say Shags is probably our most underrated player, actually. So really? I
0: don't give him a big
1: head, but yeah, I find when he plays, there's always a bit of a
0: difference. He he got that. He did that. He had that game a couple of uh, Sundays ago when pretty much I, I I can't remember how many goals he assisted. He dropped back. He assisted like five. He scored like how many? Yeah, uh, yeah underrated, really. Sometimes he's I think. deceptively good. Yeah. He can do everything. He's
1: strong. He's a good finisher. He can play at the back. He can play at the back. He's just. I think he's quite underrated.
0: Dogged in the tackle as well. so You and him have had a couple of uh, back and forths, yeah. haven't you?
1: Yeah. Again, because like he's he's goes over the edge sometimes if he's losing. But it's,
0: it's all good. I can give it back to him. It's all good. It's all good. All right. So on that note about Satch, uh, Rick, you and Satch yeah. kind of have like a relationship like uh, Punch and Judy or, dare I say, even Tom and Jerry. Uh, you scrutinize him a lot. He scrutinises you a lot. Uh, but yet, you know, Juno loves Uncle Satch. Uh, does that hurt you? And where, where is this rivalry between you and Satch? Where does that come from?
1: That's next say again? Uh, so I've got a lot of time to. <laughs> even though it doesn't look like it on the pitch like uh, he's got he's got a good heart he's a, he's a good guy um and he does really well to organize this whole thing it's like he gets props for every day um <laughs> but he does take th- a cut out of us by the way <laughs> <laughs> he's uh um no i just think like we just got a different theory on the game i just like my whole thing is to be competitive like i said I'm not the best player, so for me the important thing is that we have a good game and that um, I can improve myself. So I'd much rather play in like a tight game and maybe lose uh, rather than like playing a 5 0 whitewash. Right. Whereas for him, it's more about smashing the other team and how many goals he scores. And um, so we just approach the game in different ways.
0: You've got a bit of thing about him and his elbows, Rick. I think pretty much every game yeah, you're
1: saying something. Had to, I've had to rein that in. Uh, because I was getting a bit ridiculous about that. But I just think he doesn't... If I think if we had a ref, he'd just get called up all the time. But for someone who's quite big and strong, I just don't think he uses his strength in the right way. And then sometimes he can overstep the mark. But I guess we, we can all do that. <laughs> but in ge- general, he's, he's very unorthodox, and that's what kind of makes him good. Because uh, as I say, he does a poke, but he gets to the position where he can use that poke Yeah, he's very difficult to defend against. Like he's probably the most unusual forward I've played against. <laughs> um, and when he's on it, he's very effective.
0: For, yeah, you two seem to always have a very good battle. You know, whenever I'm playing with you at the back and Satch is there, I can I I I'm, I trust myself to be with him. But I, it's always like when you and you and him go toe to toe. It's going to be very competitive. And I don't think he likes playing against you because he knows that you're going to be right up him and not giving him any time to sort of like manoeuvre or, or, or try and do some bit of skill or whatever. You're going to be right on his case.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess we're both satisfied basically if we shut each other out. So, and then we don't tend to link that well, so it's probably best we're playing on other teams. Hmm. But we play on five-a-side sometimes. So we're probably better playing together in that than uh, seventh.
0: In sevens. All right, just take it away now, a bit away from football, Rick. Obviously, early on, you mentioned about uh, tennis. So where did that love uh, develop? So uh, I'll talk about tennis first and your love for cars in a moment. But firstly, your love of tennis, you said that you were probably a bit more, you feel you're a bit more better at that than football or when you were younger or is that still the case now? Or tell us. Yeah, well, tennis, I used to play with my dad all the time because he's quite good. Um, and then basically it got to the point where I could never beat
1: him. <laughs> That really wind me up Um, and then you kind of get older and as you become an adult I realize I don't want to beat him because it'll crush him (laughs) (laughs) Um, but because he was quite good I kind of raised my game early Um, and then I just I don't know I feel like I'm probably got a bit more natural skill at tennis than uh, football so I don't play as much as I do now me and
0: Satch played the other day he was pathetic (laughs) Um, (laughs) Is, is he better than me, Rick? Is he better than me?
1: No, no. So you were, you were good. We had some good games, to be fair, um, back in the day. Yeah. But you were like, it's like in football, you know when you hit it sometimes, you know it's going in the top corner.
0: Yeah.
1: And then like, ends might pull off a weldy. It's like you, I'd hit it down the line, and I'd think, right, that's a winner. And then you'd like, God, I don't know, flick it to your left hand <laughs> and you <pick the> <laughs> But I'd get it back, you just never die. Like, um, yeah,
0: it was good. Yeah. But, yeah. That, I just enjoy. I enjoy both, but I definitely enjoy football. All right, that's a bit of a trick that I learned when I was playing squash. Uh, it always used to th- throw people off. Just throw it to my left hand and scoop oh. it over. But yeah, th- it was annoying because you at tennis. <clears throat> yeah, you had all the shots, and it was just. It's really. I don't think I ever beat you um, in a full yeah. in a full set. I may have beat you in right. a game, but uh, it's really annoying. My my serve really lets me down as well, which is quite annoying. But your serve is quite consistent.
2: Yeah, that's the key in
0: yeah. And uh, Petrolhead, Rick, where is this, your love of cars, you know, you always, you know, we always hear you revving up your car. We always know when Ricky's arriving with you revving up your car and stuff, mate. So where's this love of uh, the cars come from? I think that's just
1: a Caribbean thing. All of my cousins are into it. I just love cars. Just when I was a small kid, I was always playing with cars. So obviously as soon as I could drive, I'd be playing with the car. <laughs> uh, and then just as time has gone on, I have my car work quite well now. I just like tuning it, working on it, tinkering with it. It's just
0: a real passion of mine. So are you are, you're never gonna give up the Honda, right? Never.
1: Never. Never. <laughs> never Unless Raz gives me a skyline, which is sitting
0: there doing nothing. <laughs> okay, cool. Alright, Rick, we're almost coming to a break now, but uh, just before we go, uh, tell us your if you can. Well, I'm gonna give you two things, right? I'm gonna ask you for your best moment of Sunday football and if you can remember your best goal because Ricky sometimes when you score you score when you take a shot then I don't know what's happened but yeah to try and if you can remember your best goal and then your best moment in Sunday football okay I'll try tell me tell me uh so best goal I can remember this one
1: uh I I don't think I think it was probably a nothing game but uh I remember, I think I scored a hat-trick this game, <laughs> no, no. but um, one of the goals was, I was running from the halfway line, and then I saw, I obviously went closer than that, but I saw, I was quite a long way out, and I saw the keeper uh, was slightly to one side, and I curled it to the right, um, right in the top corner, hit the bar and went in. And I remember, I think maybe like Raj or someone was behind me. He goes, that's sick. <laughs> yeah. I, I just just remember that. that. But yeah, like how you said, like I used to have quite a good shot on me. All right. When we used to play in Power League, I remember I used to score a few screamers and that. Yeah. Probably scored probably some of my best goals there. Um, but yeah, I guess as time has gone on, it used to be like one in a hundred. Now it's more like one in a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. And then,
0: best moment, yeah. I that's really difficult. I don't know if I've got one, really. Um, An individual bit of play, or you've been involved with, or just something about Sunday football that for you it's just like... Yeah, like
1: um, maybe a year ago, maybe before the league stuff, um, I had one game where I was determined to keep a clean sheet, but we didn't. But <laughs> I, I still... Um, Blocked a lot of stuff, basically shut out Boris a lot of the time, which was really sad. Really annoyed with me. Uh, And basically, yeah, I did some really good defending in that game. That's kind of the best thing I think I've done over Sunday football is usually that last minute block,
0: stuff like that. Cool, 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 cool. All right, Rick. Well, thanks very much thus far. We're going to go to a bit of a break. And uh, once we're back, we're going to be getting some questions from the listeners. So we'll be back after this break.
1: gents this is Raz El Capitan coming to you from sunny Sydney having a chilled out day in Bondi Beach hope everyone is well and staying safe haven't quite come across the prodigal son's brother who I believe is in this part of the world you're listening to the Sunday football podcast enjoy
0: Okay, and we're back. So, uh, Ricky, babe, we're back from break. Ricky, what have you got to drink uh, after this or during this break? What have you got to drink?
1: Uh, it's called Carib Shandy. What? Yeah, it's, uh, so Carib is, is from Trinidad, but they do like a famous beer. They do this thing called Carib Shandy, which is like 1% or something ridiculous. But anyway, it's a sorrel flavor, which is a flower. Um, but it's really nice.
0: Is that, uh, is, that your su- is that your is that your Saturday night relaxing on your chair with Bex watching a movie? Yeah,
1: she drinks more of it than me, I think. But, um, yeah, we both can get it on order from Asda, so she just gets it in, I say.
0: Cool, 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 cool. All right, so we're gonna to go to <coughs> questions from the listeners, and we am gonna do a bit of a new feature, Rick. After, after all, I've asked, after I've asked you all these questions, you're gonna tell me what you felt was the the question of the week. Okay, so first one comes from Raji, babe. So Raj asks, uh, which player uh, do you love defending against, and uh, and then as well as that, which player do you struggle struggle with the most? Uh, which player do you love defending against first? do it the other way around the player that I found the
1: most challenging over the whole time in Sunday football uh, was edgy like that guy was hard he definitely leave his foot in on you and he was a real challenge I remember one of the first times he played he nutmegged me and he scored a hat trick in that game (laughs) I (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I had to raise my game but I just found that it was it was always a really big challenge. It was really strong, really pacey. Always on the move. Um, and I, it was quite a challenge. I quite enjoyed it, to be honest.
0: Right, right. Wedge, okay. And uh, the player that... Uh, uh, so, yeah, so yeah, who you love defending against. Um, I suppose I'd say
1: Satch. He does get the better of me most of the, or some of the time. But I think I, I get some good tackles in on him.
0: Good alright, okay. Alright, okay. right. next comes from Artish. So Artish asks, um, has Satch ever taken you on the in the infamous uh on, on the infamous A four oh six race on your way to football? <laughs> I think he's
1: asking you this because once Satch has been a madman, he was driving Artish's car and then I was obviously going quite fast in my car, but then he just decided to gun it and like go like I think he might have been going one hundred twenty or whatever at the time and uh, overtake me so I think that's why he's asking that but yeah I had no interest in playing with him over 100 miles an hour
0: <laughs> okay pretty wise uh, Ricky Bay pretty wise pretty wise okay alright the next question comes from Raz so Raz says uh, Rick uh, you have three babies at home but who in uh, who are the three MEF Sunday babies and why well
1: wow, he's nominated himself is
0: not he <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, is he one
1: definitely he's nominated
0: okay. Um, All right. Who's joining him?
1: Yeah, he could be definitely a big baby. He's a sore, sore loser. But he, he has his moments where he's great. Uh, but um, he, I think he's actually filming me outside my window. But anyway. <laughs> not, sorry, not Raz. I think it's Satch. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Um,
0: so okay, so you got Raz as one of the babies. Who else? Raz and Satch, did you say?
1: Uh yeah, Raz, Satch.
0: And uh, who else? Uh, who else is a
1: bit of a baby? Um I might
0: have to come back to that. Alright. I- I'll uh I'll uh, <laughs> I'll uh I'll bri- I'll I'll take you back to that one later on then. Okay. Uh Satchin, I can hear his voice. Satch has actually just come round NWO all over my world. <laughs> We do, Rick. He his, he to drive oh, you heard it live on the. You heard it live on the Sunday football podcast. NWO takeover. Sach invading Ricky's house. Yeah,
1: driven round by
0: his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Joker. Joker. Okay. So, so the next question. Um, so yeah, I guess- I guess number two and three there is Satch for that little movement. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Okay, so the next question comes from Tom. Uh, Tom asks, uh, who do you think are the three uh, top bromances at Sunday football? And the question question comes from him and Rash, but who else do you think are the uh, top three bromances? Uh, Can I include them? Uh, Yeah, you can. So they're my favourite. A bit of an odd couple, but there's some clear love there. Um,
1: and they're quite funny about it as well. So, yeah, t- Tom, Tom and Rash. Um, who else has got a love affair? Um, it's quite hard. Um, uh, I guess,
0: um, Johnny and Tahir a little bit. Yeah. Well, they don't really
2: fall out with each other ever.
1: (laughs) I guess because they're probably not doing much. (laughs) We can't blame each other. (laughs) Um, And then lastly, I'd say you and Sniper. I think just because you wanted to be like him so much. (laughs) Like like, (laughs) (laughs) Mini-Me.
2: That's
0: terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that. Okay. All right. <coughs> Roll on quickly. Roll on quickly. Okay. So to to hear, us uh, as a defender, uh, which striker do you least uh, like playing against, and why? So you might have touched on that again early on. Was that is that still Wedge the case, or anyone else yeah, you could he, think of?
1: He was the one that uh, sticks out in my memory. Um, I don't like playing against it here. I've never really liked it because I never liked direct pace because I'm not that pacey myself. Um, and when he's on it, like, it's very difficult to get near him. But I think I've had some good games against him in the past, hopefully in the future. Yep. Um, but yeah, I guess I've got to pick someone else apart from Edgy. Um, I'd say
0: that little Manny guy. Yes. Dubai, yep. He was just like one little muscle. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah he could not get near, like, you go shoulder to shoulder with him, you're in the wall. <laughs> so, yeah, I found him, very, he was quite unorthodox as well, so it's just, a yeah, massive challenge.
0: So, okay, so that guy is what, any other strikers? Harry, Harry's difficult, um, just because he's annoyingly good. <laughs> um, I guess you can't really class Teddy as a striker, but yeah, he, he was difficult. Um yeah, I... I think... I always I always felt that, you know, Vito, at one stage, he was really easy to, to mark. And then, all of a sudden, he became really, really tough to mark. Did you struggle against him from time to time as well? Or, or you... Yeah, he t- took, towards, yeah, towards the end of his time, he took the piss out of me a little bit. So, yeah, <laughs> I can't, can't lie. And so, he was easy, he
1: definitely wasn't. I think at the start, it took him a while to adjust. Yeah. Was erratic. Yeah. And then he played 5 beside with us a few times. I think he was sick once. Um. And he wasn't that effective there because he was not really track and stuff like that. But when we worked out, like he just plays up front, and that's it, leave him there and do that. <laughs> yeah, he was, and he was difficult, his movement was very good. You okay. catch, catch you out a
0: lot of the time. Okay, and the second part of Tahir's question is, uh, with the exception of yourself, who do you see as the best defender in MEF today?
1: I'm definitely not the, one of the best defenders. I enjoy playing, but I'm not up there, I
0: think. You're too modest, Rick system, but I'm not. I don't have the skill
1: levels or something, you got, So I think you're up there definitely because you just haven't changed body shape. And still have pace. Uh, I think Artesh when he's fit, which he is fit. He just needs to come and play, stop being pussy. But anyway, <laughs> I think Artesh is probably the best defender in terms of like raw attributes. Right.
2: Um. Uh Yeah. I so I'd say probably you and
0: him cool. but i think i think bobby was a bit better from um finn's time. time. yeah okay, cool. that guy was an animal okay cool, cool 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 uh we go on to prax now praxy babe uh a fellow dad he he asked okay as a relatively less vocal player in sunday football so you're not that vocal as uh as some are uh but someone who still does get stuck in who has annoyed you the most over the years and why? This is the first part of his question. So who's annoyed you over the years the most and why? That's,
1: that's a good question. Uh, I think there's probably a few for different reasons. Oh, that Kanair guy who to here brought down.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That guy was a prick. <laughs> Did not like him. It's not. I've played with obviously hundreds of people over the years in various forums, but he just he wound me up. So i like... <laughs> We play like ten-year-olds and stuff like
0: that. So, so oh yeah, it, uh, oh no yeah. To you or anything, but
1: I didn't get on with him. Um, the, Did he
0: say that to you whilst you were in goal or something? No, he was saying it about our team. I think because he'd let in a goal. Um, All right. Anyway, anyway whatever. It's
1: fine. Yeah. Um, i uh, obviously I found such annoying because <laughs> the thing that anno- annoys me about Such is when he cheats. Like, apart from that, he's fine. Um and that's it really. I'm pretty much leave everything on the pitch. Okay,
0: just Might this. Annoying me at the time. I don't like when people cheat. I'd rather
1: you're honest. So if if I see any of that going on, then that I find that frustrating.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so that Kinnear guy and Satch pretty much. And uh, uh, the second part of Praxy Babe's question is, as a man that loves cars, uh, that loves his cars and loves his racing, would you rather be a top Formula One driver or be a solid Premier League player? This sounds tough to me, Rick. Ah, oh, that's really tough. You see, Praxy, Praxy Babe, that's and, a good question.
1: Uh, oh Jesus. Um,
0: it's very close. Very close, but I'd have to go the F1. Thing. Oh, my God, Ricky. Yeah. Why? Why? Cars, mate. F1 driver. Jesus. In the world. Rather than a top Premier League player. Yeah, but
1: there's loads of
0: them. Jeez. Tell us why, Rick. Come on, you've got to get into it. You can't give a, a bombshell like that on the podcast and not go into it some more.
1: This cars is my, like, real passion, like, my first love. So that's all it comes down to. Like, I love football, don't get me wrong, I love playing football, but, just, you can't
0: do football all the time, cars is like, more of a constant element in my life. Okay, cool, cool, well, well, another exclusive on the Sunday Football Podcast, alright, the next question is from Viv, so Viv asks, as as pretty much the only person I know who slides on Astro, do you wear long johns to protect your legs? I don't slide, (laughs) uh, uh, I yes, you do, Rick. Yes, you do. I do not. No way. I do not slide anymore. I have slid on on a few occasions, maybe back in the day. But uh, to answer Viv, no,
1: and uh, I t- I take his point. But, but I don't slide.
0: Okay. Unlike him. <laughs> okay. He
1: slips. Sorry, he slips. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Next one is from Chigsy, babe. So Chigs asks. Uh, he says, "Elephant foot." Have you ever thought about spending less time practicing how to Tokyo Drift and more time practicing how to shoot so you may hit the target once in a while? Uh,
1: I knew I'd get a little dig from Pie Man. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's a fair point. Like my shooting's not very consistent. But when it goes in, it goes in. It looks fucking good. Fair enough. That's my only,
0: uh, only recourse so. there. Fair enough. Okay, the next one is from Vim. So, Vimmy uh so for Rick, uh, you've got to create the perfect footballer out of the following players. What attributes would you use for each? So, you've got um, the perfect footballer you're going to create from Neil, Mosh, Satch, John, and Boris. So, what attributes are you going to take from those four guys? So, let's say, firstly, with Neil, what attribute are you going to take for him for this perfect footballer? pretty consistent he's got very good technique so when he hits like, do you remember when we played that tournament and he scored that winner oh yeah 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 like, that was in the semi-final jeez that yeah. was unbelievable yeah 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 like the volley. he's just but you know he scores
1: a lot of goals because he's got really good technique and he hits the corners yeah so I'd definitely take that from him
0: and from Mosh uh,
1: Mosh is very determined and um, he's quite good at reading the game probably doesn't get as much credit for that but um, he makes really good saves because he positions himself really well
2: Yeah.
1: when he's in defence like he's usually in the right position so I'd say that he's reading in the game uh, who's next?
0: Uh, next is Satch
1: Satch <coughs> <That>, um uh... <laughs> 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 uh what would I take from Satch? I guess it's
0: unpredictability Right. Because he's. You think he'll do one thing and he does definitely something else. From Johnny? <clears throat> Johnny's got good long range shooting. Um, He's quite good at hitting targets, so I'll take that. And lastly, uh, Arshavin, Boris. Boris.
1: Uh, boris got. He's got garl, isn't he? He's got. Uh, it's like understated flair.
0: So, yeah, his little cheeky back heels. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So that's your perfect footballer from those five guys. The next question comes from uh, Satch. So it's a two-parter from him. And he says, uh, as my big brother <laughs> from Kanye's mother, uh, <laughs> as one of the uh, most tenacious players I've ever played with or against, how much uh, do you think your knee injury um, has cost you becoming the number one defender in Sunday football? So we'll ask that one first and then we'll come to the second part. So how, do you think, uh, how much do you think that your knee injury... Took a bit, took out of you. Uh,
1: yeah, it's been a massive impact, but it's, like it's you just go on
0: with it, isn't it? So I can, I can still play. so I'm grateful for that. What was the injury? Just remind us again exactly. Uh, so I used to play as well as Sundays. I used to play in the league on Wednesdays, like power league, but
1: yeah. it was back home. And I took a massive air shot. I remember the guy laughing at me actually, who was defending me. <laughs> and uh, it ended up I tore my ACL. Jeez but you don't really realise it at the time why well, I didn't so I just drove the next day like get on with it and then I remember having physio and then the guy was like um, after a while he goes go and try and play again And remember playing and like it feels like your leg's giving weight um, so I went and had a scan and then he goes oh yeah your your anterior cruciate ligaments like in two bits jeez so there's a standard operation where they repair it it's a lot better now but take a bit of your, another bit of your knee and then make a fake ligament. But it takes a year to recover because mm. your body has to get through it and do physio and stuff. So, yeah, but I think to answer this question before, um, it's not, no effect, really, because before I was a number one defender, so
0: <laughs> that's to be after. Fair enough. Okay, so no nothing, nothing taken away, nothing especially given from the injury then? That- yeah. Pretty much, okay. And lastly, he asked uh, uh, <clears> her, <throat> "You have to choose one. Would you rather love me as a brother or adopt me as your second son?" <laughs> uh, wow, well, another really difficult question. Some great questions this week. Yeah, um, I would have to adopt you and then take away everything you have. <laughs> <laughs> that's t- that's terrible, Rick. That's terrible as a father adopting him and taking everything he owns. Okay, well, fair enough. Wish yeah, uh, him a good life lesson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question comes from Shaz, the Emperor. Uh, so Shaz says Have you ever been tempted to, to to play for the Empire? First part of his question. No. No, flat out no? Could you uh, ever be tempted? The,
1: uh, or because it's Shaz, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Have to be something there, like for me. But no, in general terms, the empire what they stand for is flair and arrogance, and that's everything I'm not on the pitch.
0: Fair enough, Red. Keep it rebellion. rebellion. Yeah, the rebellion
1: was always uh, the underdog. And that's always suited me.
0: Good, good. And your best defensive partner? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's tough. Um, we well, always play with three, really. So you have
1: like two. Yeah. But it's difficult. uh, I'd say... I'd say, obviously, you and Artesh, but I don't know if we play that well together sometimes. Um, I think maybe someone more... Someone I enjoy playing with probably doesn't play that much, like Prax. Right. Because he's quite easy to play with, and I think we read the game in the same way. So... We're always covering each
0: other, depending on what happens on the pitch. Dennis just allows you to go up and do your thing. I'm always constantly telling you to come back. That's why. He's not Dennis, though. He's not Dennis Bergkamp. He's a defender. He's Jamie Carragher. Frax is not going to give you any love for that, Rick. He's not going to give you.
1: What are you talking about? I'll just just call him his hero.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. And uh, the last question. Last Uh, question. I'm sorry. Another one. Yeah, Vim. Vim. Vim's very good to play with. Like he's,
1: uh, I think it's a shame like Vim hasn't played for longer with us on Sundays because he definitely would have got Defender of the Year. Like, I think
0: He's yeah, He's won it twice in a, a row. Player. He's won it twice in a row, once joint and once last time. So he's, well, he hasn't done too badly.
1: Well, yeah, I'm not counting the most recent one. <laughs> I mean, I mean like, as in if he played for 10 years. Oh, well,
0: right, okay. I think okay. he, he would have won it more consistently because uh, yeah, he's a very good player. Okay. So definitively, are you saying Prax and Vim or a combination of me, Artish, Prax and Vim? So go for two. Go for your definitive two. Prax and Vim. Sorry, Prax and mate. Vim. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough. And the last question comes from Vichy babe. Okay, so Vish asks, uh, who are the who's the hardest player you have consistently faced and why? Uh we might have touched on this again, sorry. And and uh, will you ever Okay, okay, so you answer that one and then I'll ask him ask the second bot.
1: Obviously, I've said edgy, but then uh, other players who i found hard, I'd say Sheggs. I find it really hard, what well, I used to find it really hard to play against him. Because, again, he's very deceptive, and he's got good skills in him, um, and he's very strong. Like, you don't think he's going to be that
0: strong. Yeah, that, I definitely agree strong. with you there. Deceptively strong, Sheggs uh, is.
1: Yeah. And then the other one I don't like... Um, I find difficult for other reasons. As Shiggs, uh, just because he's again like a geriatric, <laughs> annoying, and he celebrates in your face <laughs> or, and that kind of shit. So,
2: yeah, I'll
0: take that. All right, and the the second part of Visha's question is: Will you ever see? Will we ever see you uh, with a laced power finish, uh, or are we destined to only see Rick Curler specials? I do lace it sometimes, but, yeah, I'm better at curling it. So. And I used to score some good girls curling it, so maybe uh, good goals sorry, yeah. curling it. So I think, uh, I don't know, I'm always trying to get back into that moment. Good, 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 good. Okay, and just before we go to a break, Rick, you had some great questions. Who, Which was your question of the week, Rick? Who, go, who gave you your question of the week? Uh, that's tough, I've forgotten now. Um, question of the week was uh, Pratt's the Formula One or Premier League player yeah that, it sounded like that one it sounded like that one good good okay so Rick we're going to take another break uh, we'll be back and when we're back we'll be playing the game Who Am I stay tuned guys we'll be back after this message
2: hey all this is Prakash aka Prax aka Dennis I'm at home trying to get baby Kiana to sleep and what's some Italian football? Shout out to all the boys. You are listening to the Sunday Football Podcast. Forza.
0: Hello. Ricky Bay. Okay, so we have one question, uh, further question to ask you. So a uh, question comes from Alok. Um, it's split in two again. So what is the one footballing attribute you'd like to add uh, to your game?
1: Uh. Probably, uh, that's a good question, there's a lot. One, um, I think I'd probably like to be a bit more skillful. A
0: bit more skillful, all right. Well, yeah, you said as a young that wing so yeah be a bit more skill okay and then the second part of his question is what gives you more satisfaction snapping at people's heels and keeping the door locked in defence <laughs> all game or scoring from distance with a curled shot like you do uh, sometimes
1: albeit rarely he says <laughs> thanks a lot uh, I think uh, that's a hard one probably the defending just because like how he said the screamers at once in a blue moon
0: but they're good when they're going. <laughs> good to it. Good stuff. All right. Thanks very much. Okay. We'll be back after this break. Cheers, Rick. Thanks. Okay, Rick, we're back. Okay. So Ricky, Hi. babe, we're going to play the game. Who am I? So, uh, I'm going to, try- <laughs> this was pretty tough even for me last week. So, uh, yeah, I hope I do a better job of describing the players. So th- here are the rules of the game again, Rick. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna try and identify five players using three words. Uh, one to describe their position, one to describe their personality, and one to describe their per- their physical attribute. Okay. Okay. All right, you ready? Let's roll. Yeah. So who's gonna be number one? Jesus. Okay. So position, midfielder. Personality. Versatile No personality he's funny Physical attribute versatile. <laughs> <It's> ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, personality he's funny. Uh, Johnny. Johnny, okay. I'll come I'll give you the school I'll I'll tell you how you've done at the end of this, okay? Number two okay. <laughs> Um, right position attacking midfielder personality laid back physical attribute he he, he didn't track back that's the best Alok. I, Alok. okay Alok. hang on a second so and this is this guy okay alright just writing down who's who Okay, I've got to roll cuz the next one was you. So I've got to roll onto another person. So <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh next one, uh position defender. Um personality very quiet. Uh physical attribute honest. As an honest player. Speech. Okay. And we're coming to number four. Uh, Okay, so (laughs) position defender, personality, likes to talk throughout the game. Uh, Physical attribute, runs around a lot. Defender likes to Defender likes to talk uh, a lot. You. Sorry?
1: You.
0: Okay. And last but not least, okay, another defender. Uh personality determined. Physical attribute. Uh very determined. Did I did I say determined twice? Yeah. That doesn't help. Jesus, God. I, Jesus, i got to get better at this. Okay, so defender, uh, a determined, physical attribute, let's say, dogged, dogged. Mosh. All right, Rick, I'm going to exclusively reveal to you that number one was Mons, not Johnny. Oh, funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, number two... Was Myth not Alloc. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Man. Number three was Speechly, so well done. I'm all right. Number four, I will not forgive you for this. How the hell could you say this is me? This is Viv. I don't talk all through the game, do I? So obvious, Viv. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and the last one was Emran. Ah, uh, okay, fine. All right, that's tough. That's tough. Okay. Right, that was tough. I have to admit. So let's uh, let's have a short break, and then once we're back, we're going to be uh, we're going to be playing high five and throw a pie. So we'll be back just quickly after this message.
1: Hello to my brothers from Sunday Football, Tozin, who without doubt has done an absolutely storming effort with this podcast series. Asked me to say a few words, and well. It might be the only thing I'm good at, so I was happy to oblige. My friends, if this lockdown has told me anything, it has reminded me of how lucky we all are to be able to have played so much football together and that friendships go a long, long way. For those struggling, know that we are approaching the light at the end of this dark tunnel and I look forward to giving each one of you a hug at the football pitch before our next game. You guys mean the world to me. Thank you and see you soon.
0: Okay, so Rick, right, we're back. So, Rick, we've got a couple of things to do before we, we leave. So, uh, first things first, let's get the results of your of your game. So, remember, right at the top of the show, you had to pick your your Sunday football team of eight of hard men. So, who's going in your first eight? Uh, so, I've got Rez. Yeah, Adam. standard. Rez, Adam.
1: Uh, Adam.
0: Yep. Yeah. Foley. Foley.
1: Uh, gentle giant,
0: Bobby, Bobby, Artish, Artish, uh, Sheggs, Harry, Harry, um, oh
1: damn, I wrote down Bobby twice, <laughs> That
0: <hard>. uh, <laughs> last person now,
1: uh, last person is a hard man,
0: edgy, edge, okay, so, uh, what's the formation then in that case?
1: Doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Be <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. We um, obviously got Bobby Artesh and Foley at the back. Yeah. Um, Harry up top. Adam Rez and Cheggs in midfield,
0: and then I guess one's alternating. Mm-hmm. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Good, good. That's a That's a. I think out of all those guys, I think the one. Obviously, Rez is standard in there. Rez and Adam, yeah, agree with totally. The rest of them are pretty much apart from maybe, Cheggs. Because Cheggs, Cheggs, I always think of him as a little Tasmanian devil, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I think the gentle giant in there is a Foley and Bobby, really. Everybody else yeah. is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can agree. Um, high five and throw a pie, Rick. We're at that time of the show, who are you going to throw a high five to in the Sunday Football universe during this lockdown? Um, well,
1: high five, I think I will throw a high five to...
0: Alok. High five to Alok, all right. The Maradona.
1: He's, he he's got shouted out way too much over the years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and throw a pie. Well, my obvious answer would be Satch. And given he came around to the house, I should have done that. But uh, it's going to have to be Shiggs. <laughs> throw a pie at me. Like, see you on the pitch,
0: bitch. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, and Rick, uh, a new thing uh, introducing to the podcast quickly is um, your recommendation uh, during the lockdown. So, you know, whether it be a movie or a song or anything. So what would you recommend that someone takes a look at um, uh, this during the lockdown? And I will put it in the sort of like show notes in the podcast. Yeah, I'll send
1: you a link. There's a, a BBC fitness video thing where, and I'm not big into any of that kind of stuff. I will never go to gym. But it's a like twenty minute thing from a personal trainer who does stuff for footballers, right? Um, and then I guess it's just quite good exercises for footballers, and I find it really tough. <laughs> it's getting a bit easier, but yeah. And you want to try and stay fit? Maybe you never go at that.
0: Good, 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 good. Okay, and that leads us to the last part, Rick. Uh, your outro music. Uh, you'll never walk alone. Um, At this point, all our Man U friends might be wanting to end the podcast now, but uh, (laughs) for those of us who are still going to be here... Yeah,
1: it's You'll Never Walk Alone. This is dedicated to Vim, Raz, Sash. Uh, Who else is a Man United fan?
0: There's so many, aren't they? Man United fan. Artish Neil.
1: Artish Neil.
0: Tahir, Foley, Johnny. Jeez.
1: This is our time. This is why this song is for you.
0: Oh, and Emran as well. Oh, yeah, Emran Tree. Um, but Jamie you know, Brett you know. as well jeez they're all over the place oh
1: my god anyway it's our time the premiership's back this week that's right and that means we are about to win the league <laughs> so all you Unite fans who've had three months of thinking this is heaven the league's going to be void it's not void it's
0: back <laughs> you know it but so enjoy it <laughs> nice one Rick nice one alright Rick thanks very much for speaking to us on the Sunday Football Podcast regards right. to the family you that's take it all easy all right. mate
1: Thanks for organising.
0: Take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye.